Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And welcome to Going Pear-Shaped on AudioEntropy.com, a podcast about eh, just whatever we feel like talking about. So hey, Matt. What's up? Hypothetical question. Yes. How obnoxious would it be for me to start this show by bragging about my girlfriend? <laughs> I give it a six. It'd be a seven if your girlfriend wasn't pretty ace pro, but your girlfriend's pretty ace pro, bro. Aww. So give it a six. <laughs> kind everyone, of obnoxious. <laughs> everyone, welcome back to the show, the lovely and talented Emily. Hey guys, it's me, Emily. Mike's a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I was not that last time I was on the show. No, no, that was which, which you wouldn't, which you might not know based on what happened during that episode. But <laughs> I actually didn't know because I just I can't. Those signals just way over my head. Some people are built for romance, and I am not one of them. Holy Aww. shit! No, that's fine. That works out. But I, I, nah, 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 dog, that ain't me. So what the fuck are we talking about? Well, uh, Emily had something she wanted to talk about, Em. Well, I wanted to talk about webcomics because I um, loved webcomics back at, in high school, and I actually did my own, and I'm planning on doing one again soon. So I thought it might be a cool thing to talk about, our history with webcomics. Plus, there was that, that Twitter thread like, a couple weeks ago where like people were talking, were, were sharing old video game webcomics from the 2000s that was like, holy shit. Man, was that a shit show. I was about to say, holy <laughs> shit, what a fucking dumpster fire. Is uh, that what you just said? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, How God. in the flying fuck did Penny Arcade become a massive multimedia conglomerate? How did any of those things ever become even kind of successful? And I know the answer to that question is probably gaming and gamers are shit, but like... <laughs> I mean, you got it in one. That's effectively the end of the episode. Yeah, you can go home. Good night, everyone. Oh, okay. Don't you never kill yourself constantly. But, anyway. like, no. <laughs> no, we got we to gotta talk about at least Homestuck at some point. Because well, we, talk, we will talk about Homestuck. Yeah, well, we have a, I don't, whole I don't podcast think can... on the network talking about that. Matt, already. I don't think I want to let you tell me about Homestuck. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. I would listen to that. What would that. What would that be, like, Earth Delta? I don't... I think it would just be really, really angry, and, like, it, I mean, I've I've read Homestuck. I don't know if Matt has. Um, I've read about half of Homestuck. Um, it's one of those things where every other month I tell myself I'm gonna sit back down, I'm gonna finish Homestuck, and then I never do. It's funny, because um, Ashley's Carcad voice is pretty much just Matt's voice, so... Yeah, I've, I have been <laughs> made cognizant of this fact, and it's like, yeah, that's probably not a coincidence... That I sound, that that character's cadence and whatever, is way too up our own ass. Somebody throw me a fucking line. Okay, so Em, uh, why don't you go ahead and start us off since you picked the topic. Okay, um, yeah, like, I've, I've always been, like, into drawing and stuff, so when I got introduced to webcomics in, like, around uh, junior high to high school, I, like, indulged myself on them and, and kind of, like, always wanted to do it myself and I, and I eventually did in high school and yeah I got like the stuff that I listened that I read back in the day was like uh, Ape Theater and um, a lot of other random webcomics that I can't even remember the name of and like that were about various things like I read one that was like about Ragnarok Online but it like I don't I can't tell you the name of that or if it's even still on the internet and Elguna Shive and as a kid I even kind of like looked up to control alt delete because he was making money off of it and surviving <laughs> off of it. So I was like, this is an example of what my life could be like, but now <laughs> I fucking hate that comic and I don't know, like I was just a stupid kid. 
But um, so so bef- just a real quick tangent before we started recording, I was gathering all the questions for this episode, and Matt asked me like, "Hey, so how many of the questions are about Lost JPEG?" And surprisingly, <laughs> none of them. I'm I'm but actually like, sh- I'm I'm shocked and I'm proud and I'm also slightly disappointed in our listener base over that. Yeah, but like um, that's that is the control proud. alt delete legacy now. I mean. It's not that big of a tragedy because, like, if that hadn't become the Control Delete Legacy, the Control Delete Legacy would probably be the comic what has an Xbox robot in it, and also there's a watermelon with a face painted on it because that's wacky. I yeah, really and Chef Brian and and have it had a cartoon series and God, <laughs> God, just that one that, that one clip from that animated series. <laughs> Use the ownage, Ethan, and then he, I think he, he like kicked, kicks down a he <laughs> kicks down the billboard and it bursts into flames. What does the billboard say? Like games it's, are bad or something? Yeah, it like says that? like gamers suck or some shit like that, and it's just oh my fucking God! Remember oh when he God. tried to invent a new winter holiday? Winter Enmus, and it was like a really shitty take on December Ween. Except the difference being, Homestar Rudder is excellent and funny, and Control Alt Delete is none of the things I just said. (laughs) And I remember when where were you at? (laughs) I just remember when every web comic back in the day had an all your base joke. Like every single one of them had a strip you'll do with all your base. That was that was good stuff. God, I remember when all your base took the world by storm. I still (laughs) kind of find that funny. I was about to say, all your base or belong to us is obviously was super overplayed, but it was actually like funny. So it was I don't funny. Really mind it. It's, and the it's, song wasn't super super bad or anything. It's just it got overplayed like ridiculous amount. Where like every single webcomic I've read, like even ones that had nothing to do with gaming, would just like, make a reference to it. Yeah, I can't really blame him. It was funny. Fucking, like, fucking Foxtrot, a newspaper comic made a reference to it at one point. Foxtrot? That's not surprising though. Foxtrot's nerdy as fuck. Oh no, definitely. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, no. That's, shout outs, that's a- shout outs to Mitch. By the way, he loves Foxtrot. Foxtrot's okay. <laughs> it's held up better than a lot of stuff from that era. Um, fucking, we're not here to talk about actual comics, though. We're here to talk about web comics. So, like, fucking, do you remind? Like, what do you? What's your takeaway from like most of the comics of like the? I'm assuming we're talking like mid 2000s era. During well, the- yeah, we're gonna- yeah. We're going to eventually get to all of them, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you were still kind of in the middle of a story before we derailed this whole thing. Well, I mean, like, I, I don't really have much more to say. I will say that like, I became part of a scene in high, in high school where I, like, I was drawing my own webcomic, and I got kind of... You guys know, we actually have some questions about Keenspot and Keenspace. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I remember well, those. Keenspace became Comic Genesis when I joined up, and like, it was... Keenspace was like the Keenspot is like here's like the official big web comics and Keenspace was like literally anyone can make a web comic and they give you like a template to make one with just like right there and so anyone can sign up for a web comic and I signed up for one and I eventually started making this one in high school that was heavily influenced by Epic Theater actually because it started off as like a sprite comic before I even like put it on the page or on the web or anything and kind of like a, a parody on Final Fantasy the first game but uh, I realized that's just ripping off like every other RPG comic. Like RPG World was another one actually <laughs> that I liked as a kid. Um, RPG and... World is is weird because that like that comic ended prematurely, and I felt really bad about that. But then like the guy who draws it, who drew it, I guess, like eventually went on to become a major player in the world of animation. Well, that's so, good. I didn't yeah. know that. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he. <laughs> I think I think currently he's one of he might be the creator, but he's one of the main dudes on OKKO. That show mm-hmm. that just started. Uh, he was involved in Bravest Warriors. Um, he's done. He's done a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, and I said it a few times that I'm, I've never really been part of an online community, and I and I do still think that, even though I'm saying that I was part of Keen Space, because I never really fit in and was able to like really penetrate that. I was mostly just a lurker, but uh, it was it was an interesting experience with all these different creators like hanging out on a forum, and I uh, we, we had these things called like comic jams, where like one person would draw a page of the comic. And then another person would draw another page, like, going on from that. And it would just be this, like, big improv comic that would last, like, thread pages. And it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Do, do people still do those, do you think? I have no idea, because I'm totally out of that scene now. <laughs> I Yeah, I even became, like, friends of a few people and, like, gained some notoriety, but not a lot. And, yeah, it was, uh... And I was looking at, like, one of my old kind of semi-friends, uh, NJ Huff, on their comic, Emergency Exit, last night, and... They said they were, it's coming back soon, and it was posted, like, in 2011. So I was like, oh, it sucks. Oh, those are always the saddest things. I mean, yeah, I mean, my comic died, but it wasn't very good anyways. But And, like, that's another thing that sucks is, like, the webcomics that die. Like, um, you mentioned RPG World, and there's another one I read called Evilish that I kind of liked as a kid, which was about, like, these kind of anti-heroes, which is why it was called Evilish. And... It was, like, fantasy-themed, and it was pretty fun. And again, that was another comic that had a post saying, like, oh, we're coming back soon, and then never showing up again. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, I, I feel like as far as, like, things that just kind of die off, I feel like the last post is always, we're coming back soon. I feel like yeah. that's just how these things work. It's kind of sad. Well, not, not, not universally, but yeah, typically. I mean, I, I, I wish the best for all those creators and hope they're doing really well. And if they're not making their webcomic and they're still having a good time, great, but, it, you know, you don't really know what happened to them, and it's kind of like, I'm glad that RPG World person apparently uh, was successful. Yeah, uh, he wrote uh, Atomic Robo, I think, which oh, was a print comic for a while, and then has gone back to being a webcomic. Mm-hmm. So. So what are you guys? Tell me about your history of webcomics. Okay, so um, I, yeah, started, <laughs> I started way, way back in the day. Um, the first webcomic I ever uh, read was... And this and this was back when like web comics like they were still like a novelty at the time um, was Kevin and Kel, which was like the side project of a guy who had two other comics that were actually in newspapers, uh, it, it, which is just weird to think about. Um, like the, the gimmick of it was is hey they're cartoon animals and like oh no the 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 husband is a prey animal and and the woman and the wife is a is a predator. Oh, animal. I know this one. I, yeah, like, how, that how sounds familiar. Kevin and Kill. What is that? And they're like, oh, I know what this is now. <laughs> yeah, it's like a rabbit and a wolf, and also they have an adopted daughter who's a hedgehog. I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, I I haven't read that one in a long time, but I mean, it was basically a newspaper comic. It was basically gag a day. So it's probably fine. Um, now watch before now we'll go back and after recording we'll check on that webcomic and it will have gone just completely off the fucking deep end. It's very possible. It I mean, seems pretty normal from like the strip I just clicked on, but who knows? I'm not damn it! I, I was actually hoping for some weird bullshit to have gone down with that one, but I mean, alas. maybe in the text, like I don't, I'm just looking at one page, but like maybe the text, like I don't know, some really crazy thing happened with like a you know a miscarriage or something like that. God damn it! <laughs> God. God. So um, this, I, re- I remember this just based on some conversations that me and Emily were having last night. But I mean, if you want a comic that's just like, in terms of the art and the writing and, like, the general structure, it's basically the same comic it's always been, but, like, it eventually got super, like, serious and up its own ass with its mythology. Check out Sluggy Freelance. 
Oh god. <laughs> yeah. I don't even say oh god in the sense that it's like bad necessarily, but that comic I remember I, I kinda fuck, when did that comic start getting really up its own ass? Because I remember um, I wa- I wanna say like two thousand and I wanna say eight? it was the storyline where Bun Bun, the haha evil rabbit with the switchblade character, um, wound up in a dimension that was outside of time and had to become a sky pirate. <laughs> It was, it was this big, it was this big storyline called Oceans Unmoving, and like it's, like it's that comic was always kind of haunted by the fact that they introduced that joke character of like a hyper violent rabbit, like maybe a month in, and then when it eventually started taking itself serious seriously, like it still had to deal with the fact that there was this hyper violent like rabbit character that they that was just sort of like it. They had to they had to take that seriously as well and turn him into like a legendary character or something like that and he just wrote this serious storyline and like he wound up in the timeless dimension because like he had this blood feud with Santa Claus and got like thrown out of like some kind of time tower because of it. I don't, f- it's it's ridiculous. It's, I was about it's, to say you stupid. realized the words you just said in the order you just said them in, correct? Yeah, you realized that. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to confirm that. We can move on now. Um, but I will say that uh, I, I I was I was a big reader of a lot of the like the Keen Spot type stuff back in the day. Um, College Roomies from Hell in particular was I, I've mentioned this one. before. Yeah, I think I mentioned it last week. Um, was a big part. Like uh, its forum was a big part of like where I spent a lot of my early internet time. And and you know I eventually jumped ship to Penny Arcade forums, and that just you know the rest is history. Um, <laughs> how about you, Matt? Um, I came into the scene probably a bit later than both of you, probably like 2007 or so. Uh-huh. Um, and like any good hashtag gamer, my first introductory comic was Penny Arcade. Um, around that time, I feel like their comic actually started to go from like from fucking terrible to like not terrible. Um, although I'll I'll be honest, I'm willing to leave that in the past. I don't know how well a lot of the humor from that era is held up. I hope it's held up well, but um, from there I mostly just bounced around to a bunch of different random stuff. Um, I occasionally like keep up with Lackadaisy whenever every fuck. How often does she update that webcomic? Like once every maybe two months. Not often. I mean, th- that's the thing with Lackadaisy. It's Lackadaisy is very, very, very good. She very obviously puts a ton of work into every page. Oh no, that webcomic is. Oh yeah, no, that webcomic is excellent. I'm not slighting the quality. Yeah, it's but. it's it's fu- it's fucking beautiful, but also like it does take her a long time to make it. So, I it, mean, how long has Lackadaisy been running though? Because I feel like it's been around since like 2009 or something like that. Uh, hmm. I don't know if it's that long, but then again, my concept of time is a little twisted at this point. So yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to remember of like when I started seeing people like use Lackadaisy avatars and like forums and shit, and it feels like it's around that time period, but I can't remember. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. Control Alt Delete was another, although I actually didn't like yeah. that very much. I that was one where I just sort of read it. I never actually had a particularly high opinion of it. I just it was there and it was video games. So I read it. Who gives a shit? VG Cats was another. Oh yeah, that, I read one, that I, one. That one I liked more than Control Alt Delete, and I think it's definitely a better comic than that. But kind of the same deal on that one. Um, so that that VG Cats ran into the the problem that I feel like just about every gamer comic runs into, and it's the fact that it's basically only got one joke. But mm-hmm. 
it ran into that problem so much faster by virtue of the fact that every comic was like <laughs> 20 panels to tell a joke that could have like pe- people talk about how oh god this control alt delete like comic would be so much better if it was like half as long you know cut out yeah. the cruff vg cats is the king of cruff vg cats is the king of cruff but i remember it having like better artwork at least i'm not sure that's actually saying a whole lot though I, yeah the, the artist of vg cats it's pretty good like the guy who does um control delete like he's been he's been criticized for having like it's just like one pose in every single panel and then like the same kind of background where it's like two colors and that's like most of the comic I mean there's that there's that actual like video of him using a really expensive tablet to quite literally copy and paste eyes and mouths onto his characters. <laughs> yeah. I mean I think like he's improved with that and like control has gone like really off the wall from the last thing I saw. I think they're like superheroes now and shit. I don't know. But <laughs> I thought control alt delete ended. No, I think it it reinvented itself as like a new thing. Although that could have ended by now too. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird having this discussion because I'm realizing that a lot of the stuff we sort of left in the past. And yeah, it's, I, I'm it's, a- we, I was intimately familiar with all of this stuff like eight years ago. But now mm-hmm. that it's been like, oh my god, now that it's been like nearly a decade, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I'm not really like is control alt delete even still a thing anymore <laughs> i'll go to the website right now we'll see okay so i'm not fucking doing it somebody else can do it <laughs> you don't want that shit in your browsing history no god christ <laughs> no uh yeah they made a comic about Doomfist, so it's still a thing yeah it's still a thing <laughs> and it's got how fucking long has that comic been running i um Fuck. Okay, I'm gonna go to the first comic. Do it. 2002, October oh. 23. The first joke uh. was that it was a watermelon. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> really set the tone for everything to come. Oh jeez. Uh. I, I I mean like, the old lady is a bad comic, but I don't want to go too harsh on these things because like again, I was part of that whole thing, and also. Listen, I'm starting a there's, new one. There's too, nothing wrong so. about completely just ripping on the shit you used to love, <laughs> and <laughs> well, by I extension, mean, ripping on yourself, kinda. So yeah, totally, uh, totally. Um, uh, another venue that I got. A lot, I mean, web comics. One thing that was was cool about them is that like they're self-published and you can do anything, and that often results in really bad stuff. But it's still kind of interesting as this like wild west of comics that came out in the early 2000s, where like anyone can make a comic. And one thing that provided for me growing up that i didn't get in a lot of other places was lgbt stories yeah which is still very much a thing even nowadays because the ability to self-publish obviously gives you a lot more creative freedom yeah Although, which can be bad but it can also make really good stuff like um i when i was first coming out as like by in high school i read chaos comics which is a comic book about like there's like i don't know exactly six teens and they all are like a different part of like LGBT. So there's like a gay character, a bi character, there's trans characters. Like some are assigned male, some are assigned female at birth, kind of thing. And the story is like one story told, um, but by, by every single character's perspective. So the first chapter is this character, the second chapter is the next character, and it all tells generally the same story, just from different perspectives. And it was a really cool comic that uh, helped me a lot when I was coming to terms with my identity. And um, 
and, and like just a memory of it even now when I when I came out like six months ago <laughs> for yeah. that other thing me being trans yeah so like web comics have a definitely have a positive thing but they yeah yeah I actually remember <laughs> having kind of a, not obviously not an out one one analogous for reasons that are pretty obvious I remember having uh kind of a similar situation with fuck what was it it was a uh, lame zone that's right. I remember having a similar situation with like Lame Zone, with like uh, stuff like <sighs> trying to remember the name of it. Ass Castle was one of them. Um, it wasn't. I know Kate Works is the one who works on it. I'm trying to remember. Crow Crawlers is more modern stuff, but a lot of like it was essentially a collection of like mini stories, and I remember that being actually being like pretty revelatory. Come circa probably like 2012, 2013 around there that that was a weird period in my life because that's where i started to gain a lot more independence very very suddenly and that was when i started to have to kind of come to the grips with and confront the fact that i hadn't really established an identity for myself up to that point Mm -hmm. weird period of my life actually a pretty good time overall all things considered but yeah Definitely it's it's kind of very telling that you got that from a comic about scary handjobs. Yes, there was the handjob <laughs> forest. That was prob- that's probably like the one thing... Yeah, I think that's probably like the one thing most people remember about Ass Castle was the handjob forest. I, I don't know. I think I know anything about that comic, but that yeah, sounds, a, sounds like a blast. Yeah. It's, <laughs> shit get, yeah, let's just put it this way. Shit got weird um, in, that, in those fucking comics. Well, that's like another thing. Like I was just reading, I was reading a few web comics to try and like, you know, pique my memory about them again. And I was reading El Shive, <laughs> and like he he went, uh, well they, they went back. I'm not sure what the gender of the of the writer is. Um, went back and redid did like commentary on a lot of their old comics. And on the comic where they introduce the the gender bender stuff, they even say in the comic like that they were trying to make it sound like they didn't like it in the comic because they didn't want people to know that that's what they were into. And I'm like, well, buddy, you didn't do a very good job because it was pretty obvious. And that's like, that's like how, yeah. I, what I, I, that's why I got into the comic was, was the kind of the transformation stuff. So, I mean, dude, you're among friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no one gives a shit. Although what time would this have been? Because I feel like more recently it was in 2002 like, so yeah okay yeah so this ago. this that would have been because i was about to say past like 2000 probably like it's an arbitrary period of time obviously but past like 2012 or so i feel like nobody really gave a shit but like early 2000s yeah they probably would have tried keeping that shit on the dl it's also really funny when a person who's writing a web comic very obviously has a kink that they either intentionally or subliminally keep putting into that webcomic. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt kind of sad for the person because, like, they, they're they clearly into this thing and, and, like, are trying to share it, but they're also kind of scared about it. And, like, I don't know what kind of gender stuff they have because I've heard that, like, early later on, Elgin and Shy, but it actually deals with, like, trans stuff and isn't just, like, super fantastical gender bendy stuff. And, like, um,. It definitely helped. It definitely gave me gender feels back in the day. Like they talked about it on TMR about Rama one half, but El Shiv was just right beside Rama one half for me in terms of like, you know, they can transform into girls. That's so cool. <laughs> I really wish I could do that. I'm not trans though. I just I just you know want to transform into a girl. I just, uh, you know I'm not trans though. <laughs> yeah, and you can you can kind of see the transition in tone. Uh, as that comic goes on over the years of like how people react to that, it goes from, oh no, I've been turned into a girl to, 
Oh no, I've been turned into a little girl. <laughs> what am I gonna do? God. <laughs> yeah, it's always weird when you go back and you kind of scope out stuff like that. You're like, oh. Yeah. So I actually went back and, and reread some early Alguna Shive at, at, at M's behest uh, yesterday, and it really hit me just how ugly that comic used to be. Yeah, but that's that's webcomics. Like, um, yeah, I was, I was gonna say that like the it it might arguably be like that. That's the thing with going back to comics that have been around for a long time is you actually want to see that there has been some kind of improvement in terms of the writing and the story because if you do something quite literally every day for years, and I mean every day for years, theoretically you're going to get better at it. Yeah. And I'm going to show you guys the first page of my webcomic. I don't really want to link my webcomic because it's got ties to my old identity and stuff, but here's my first page of my webcomic to see how much I've improved from, like, back then. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. You, you watched a lot of anime. Oh, I did. <laughs> my webcomic oh, was, was, was pretty much a combination of my love of anime and JRPGs mashed into one. <laughs> how and old all, were you when you were working on this i was in high school <laughs> oh perfect like so Beautiful. like like 15 16 17 kind of ages perfect, perfect yeah that sounds and, like, that sounds about right and um yeah like i like all the characters in it are just my friends but like rpg classes like it's it's pretty bad <laughs> but you know i had fun with it back in the day yeah so that's one of the that's one of the wild things about the webcomic renaissance is there are probably plenty of them. Well, not even probably. There are definitely plenty of them out there that were started by people who were very, very young at the time. And it's it's an, and, and and I mean, this is a whole symptom that we could get into on some other discussion. But the the fact that this that these days in the internet age, the stuff you make when you're young never really goes away anymore. Yeah, it's just there on the internet. And I mean, I kind of like that because I can look back and see like how I've improved and stuff like that. And like again, like I, I would, I wouldn't mind sharing it if not for the fact how tied it is. Because I, I, yeah, like so a lot of the characters, like I said, are named after me and my friends. So I'd rather, yeah. yeah. I gotcha. So don't, gotcha. so don't go looking for it, listeners. Just, just know that I made a bad web comic back in the day. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't? We, we all did. I actually didn't. I, I didn't make a bad web comic back in the day. That's one of the few embarrassing things I managed to avoid. Thank God. Christ knows I had enough on my plate. You were gonna say something? I'm sorry, I cut you off. I don't think I was, actually. No, I, I, I didn't ah. do anything. Well, <laughs> made an ass of myself. Also, Smokes. Fucking Smokes was the name of the comic. Uh, one of the pages randomly. I just... So, I guess that since we talked about, like, older web comics, what about, like, newer web comics we're still keeping up with? Or older web comics we're still keeping up with even now if they've run that long? Well, okay. in terms of older web comics that I'm... Sorry, Mike. Uh, that I'm uh, keeping up with now is, is Homestuck. I mean, not keeping up because it's done. <laughs> But I've started I've started reading Homestuck while listening to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, and I'm really enjoying it. Like it's really fun. I've, and Homestuck I've, is a really interesting beast too, in the fact that it, it's the most web comic web comic, and the fact that it takes advantage of its medium more than I've ever seen a web comic do before. Like back in the day, people would tell me about Homestuck, and I'd be like, okay, okay. And I had this idea in my head of like every other web comic where it's a JPEG, and that's it, right? It's it might as well, it could be the same in print form, but Homestuck. Like, and then I went to a convention, and they're playing, like, a music video, like, an AMV of Homestuck, and I'm like, oh, are those, like, fan animations? And they're like, no, it's the comic. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, there's music in anime? Oh. And, like, my friend's like, yeah, it's a webcomic. And I'm like, 
okay. <laughs> and that's, yeah, it's really interesting to go back and see how the, the Andrew, Andrew Hussey utilized the medium. How much, okay, so how much time do we want to dedicate to talking about Homestuck? Because I, there's no way you can avoid talking about Homestuck, at least for a bit, just because it really was such a game changer, and also it's pretty good. Yeah, it was I, I, I definitely thing. fall on the side of Homestuck is good. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. I do kind of want to keep it minimal because this website already has, like, a podcast dedicated to Homestuck that we've done three times and may eventually end up doing a fourth, depending oh on how Julie plays it. Oh my fucking god, stop talking about Homestuck! Okay. Listen, listen, the cycle has to continue. I don't know who Julie is going to pick, but when she's done, when Molly is done telling her about Homestuck, Julie has to tell someone else about Homestuck, because that's the curse. <laughs> I was really, I was hoping it was going to be me, but then I got into Homestuck, so now I'm just going to be reading it. Yeah, so no, disqualified. Sorry. <laughs> that might be for the best, though. Jesus God. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't so, even know how to approach discussing well, Homestuck, though. Like, fuck, do we even I, want to, or do we just no, want to I, say I, Homestuck? I, I think we should just move on from that. Yeah, okay, oh, Homestuck shit. was massively influential and it's good. It's whatever. Fuck I mean, it's it. it's spawned a whole lot of it's spawned a whole lot of successors of people trying to do comics in like the MSPA style where they took commands from users. And they're also, they're go ahead. Uh, oh, also actually, I was going to say Now that I think about it, um Kill 6 Billion Demons actually started out as that. And then the creator was like, you know what, I actually really like what I'm making here. I'm just going to reboot it as just a proper, just comic-ass comic. Huh. Before we, uh, before we move on from uh, old comics to, to new comics, I do want to at least say, if we're going to discuss uh, old web comics and big web comics, we have to at least mention Akewood. Yes, like, We have we to mention Akewood, because that, that comic was like one of the first like, online things I saw that really had its own unique vernacular. Like, there was a specific voice to it. Like, that was that was a thing that Aqua did well. That was a thing that Homestar Runner did well. Um, that eventually became the thing with, with, you know, the McElroys and my brother and my brother and me is just a form of comedy that just has its own unique way of speaking, just unique unto itself. Yeah. Yeah. I never read Aquid, but I'll take your word for it. Aquid <laughs> is weird because I've never actually sat down to read that comic, but from what I can gather, I've actually picked up about seventy percent of it through os- pure osmosis. Just yeah. because, like that comic, like and the thing about Aquid also is, um, in addition to everything you just mentioned, Aquid is really fucking funny. It, I mean, it's it's just a really good comic for. Oh, fuck, is there anybody who doesn't really know about that comic at this point, or hasn't at least heard well, of like, it? Well, I, I just said I mean, I've never heard yeah. of it. <laughs> Wait. It, it. It hasn't updated in a long time, so it, it might be it might be sinking and falling back into the sands of time. And here's the thing, I'm sure I'm sure there are some things about it that don't hold up, and, and now looking back are probably honestly offensive, because it's a thing on the internet from years ago. But, like, I feel like on the whole, it's probably still worth going back and reading. So Yeah. It's, I, yeah, just, I, I just wanted to say my, my, my piece about Akewood, because... I mean, it's fucking Aquid. It's real good. It's real yeah, good. no, it's a it's a really good comic, at least from all the bits I've seen, and I've seen a lot of bits of that over the years. And I mean, it, yeah. it, even it, if it introduced su- the phrase "rude tits," to it the also vernacular. it also introduced the the phrase "here comes a special boy." Like yeah, even pretty if, great. even if literally every other single page of that comic fucking sucked, and I can guarantee you it doesn't because it has that depression comic where he's trying to play Tetris with like the U block from hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an omega symbol, <laughs> <laughs> and he's having a fucking panic attack in the car. Oh my god, it's so fucking raw. I love it. But like, even if. 
every other single page of that comic sucked. It had the one, it had the comic with Philippe where his mom sends him the special Sue's and the special Sue's say, here comes a special boy every time he takes a step. And that is incredible. Fucking Everything Trace about that. Pop wrote a song about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. It's really, really good. Oh my God. Um, other good comics um, that actually ended, I guess, uh, Gun Show. I almost forgot about Gun Show, and I'm not sure how I forgot about it, because that comic was both incredibly influential, both in and outside of the webcomic sphere, and was also very, very good. And is Casey... What's Casey Green doing nowadays? Casey anyway? Green still, like, does stuff. He occasionally, like, draws just the occasional, like, one-off comics and illustrations and things. He's also got a comic that he does with, um... Shoot, what's his name? The guy who does, uh, Nedroid? Oh, God. What's Anthony something, I think, is that guy's name? Uh, yeah, yeah. They have a comic together called Back. It's uh, is it it's, g- it, yeah, it's good. It's it's about this, um... It's kind of got an Old West theme to it. Like, this lady is brought back from the dead by some witches and is told, hey, you're supposed to bring about the end of the world. And then she just fucking... The man with no names her way across the Old West and accidentally becomes a hero? It's kind of weird. Huh. I'll take your word, word for it. I'll also take your word for it that it's good because it's worked on two people who made... Good comics. Um, fuck, what else? I mean, uh, I mean, ne- is it Nendroid or Nedroid? I think it's Nedroid, right? I, I'm not even going to pretend. With, with Bertato and Reginald, like... Oh, oh, I know, oh yeah. Com- and, like, the shark dude, like, the shark dude and, like, the astronaut yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the best webcomics out there. It's yeah, that webcomic is extremely good. What Luke's been others? sharing that one a lot, Nedroid, and it, it, looks really, it looks really good, yeah. It's, it's a good webcomic. Um, it also has, I think that one, like the one, when it comes to like people sharing stuff, I think the one that, the the page of that one that really stuck was the one where the fucking, uh, Reginald remembers the embarrassing stuff he used to do back at high school, and he tries to drink the bottle of poison. I think that's the one most people remember. It also yeah. just occurred to me that describing all of these, like, on air is probably the exact antithesis of humor. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to say one other, like, modern comic that is very, very good, but is also a bit hard to recommend to people because half the time it's just straight-up porn, is uh, Oglaf. <laughs> oh, Oglaf's great. Oglaf's yeah. fucking incredible. It, it, is, it is very um, pornographic, or maybe not even that's the right word, but it's it's very sexual, so <laughs> be careful of that. The, the lady that draws it, when she created the comic, she intended very much for it to just be porn, and then she sort of just accidentally made a funny gag-a-day comic. <laughs> she just kind of fell ass backwards into writing a comedy that was really, really good. But if she had every intention of it just being smut, and then just kind of like, well, okay, I accidentally made just a really good comic. <laughs> Which is funny, because back in the day when I looked at webcomics, a lot of times I was just trying to look for smut, so... <laughs> it's like the opposite Out- of that. Outstanding. A- a one one bad webcomic we haven't mentioned yet, uh, mm. that I think it's a pretty big deal... And in, in, in the history of webcomics is Make a Tokyo. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yep. Uh, do you want to handle this one? No. <laughs> Relax, we understand you. Mostly uh, because I actually don't recall that webcomic that well. It's Mostly. it's It has an interesting history in that it started off as like uh, a webcomic with, with two friends and they were like writing and drawing it together and then the one guy dropped off for reasons i'm not going to get into that i don't really know the reasons and it became a completely different comic 
where before it was kind of this like gag web comic, almost a gamer comic, but like also like anime culture, and became this like this long convoluted story about like anime being real and all this other weird stuff. And I think like the main character used to like have an online persona that he was with someone else, and it's weird. Like I don't, I can't even, ex- I can't even explain the plot of Mega Tokyo. <laughs> it's just crazy but pretty much it's about two guys getting trapped in japan and then i remember that part and i remember it being just about the weebiest comic on the face of the fucking it's the weebiest comic yeah basically um so uh, do either of you have anything else you want to add before we move on to questions I think we can go ahead and move on to questions. I'm, I mean, the thing about the thing that makes webcomic discussion kind of difficult is it's such a broad kind of spectrum for conversation that I feel like, and it's also, I feel difficult to discuss at length without specifically focusing on like one webcomic and like dedicating an episode to like maybe one or two, because I can bring up stuff like gun show and gun show is fantastic. You could easily fill an entire episode with Gun Show, both in terms of, like, its influence and its humor and its writing style and how it evolved over the years and all that shit. I love Gun Show, but I don't know. It just seems a little difficult to talk about. Yeah. Maybe this will spin off a few extra episodes. You guys talk about specific comics you like. But for maybe. now, it's kind of maybe an introduction. And I will say, yeah. though, to people listening, I loved Mega Tokyo as a kid. Like, I, it was another <laughs> one of the ones that I looked up to. But, like, again... As you get older, I, that, that's, that's a common theme for web comics. Is if you've been reading web comics for a long time, is just how did I used to enjoy this? How in God's name? I, I was actually lucky because most of the comics I enjoyed when I was younger are at least like decent. They're at least not like embarrassingly bad most of the time. Most of the time. Well, you're lucky. You're one of the lucky ones. <laughs> I suppose so. So, what do we got for listener questions? Okay, kind of a lot, actually. Okay. Um, let's see. I'll start, I'll start with the ones from the Facebook. Uh, from Jeffrey, what are your top five webcomics, and have you heard of Cheer Up Emo Kid? I haven't heard of Cheer Up Emo Kid. Top five. Um, shit. In no real particular order, Gun Show, Lackadaisy, Problem Sleuth. Um, damn. Uh, do we count... Problem Sleuth and, like, Homestuck as two separate entities? I think so, yes. Okay, so both of them would be on there. And then the last one, I think, is Ashwood. Okay. M? Um, I, most of my comics that I liked as a kid, I just <laughs> don't like anymore. Um, I'm, not, I'm actually looking for the... my. I have a bookmarks tab for webcomics that I used to read. And um, I actually just for I, I can't believe we forgot to mention better days which was kind of a shit show entirely in its whole thing <laughs> <laughs> um but webcomics that i've read in the last little while that i really like um and this is uh tripping over you which is a comic about in the uk these two uh dudes who like become boyfriends while at a private school and then kind of the continuation of that it's a little cute little just romance comic um chaos comics was one i mentioned that i still really like and i probably will go back and read eventually um that person does work on a site called discord comics now if you're interested in that and they they actually another web comic they did that was interesting was they did 50 shades of gray but called it but re, but remade it as 50 shades of a and it's a parody in the sense that it's taking a pre-established story and turning on its head but it makes 50 shades of gray a good story about like an ace guy and like meeting this like um person in the kink at like a party and this it's a really interesting story um about like this character and 
learning about their asexuality and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, let's see. Um, Always Raining Here was a cute little romance comic that I liked in the last little while I've read. Uh, yeah, I don't read a lot of webcomics anymore. I don't even know if I listed five just now, but if I did, I hope I did. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, for me, let me think. Uh, I'm also going to go with Problem Sleuth. Uh, oh, Homestuck. I should have said that. That's one <laughs> okay. of them. I like Homestuck a lot. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. No particular order. Going to go with Problem Sleuth, Oglaf, um, Alguna Shive. That's <laughs> My, Yay. my my my, my uh, guilty pleasure, Alguna Shive. Maybe I'd still um, like that if I kept. I'm I'm, I'm I'm planning on reading for the archives again, so we'll see how I feel about it. But like, yeah. Uh, Poppy Opossum. Oh, I forgot about Poppy. Poppy's good. Yeah. Uh, oh, jeez. Mm. I guess I guess I go with Akewood, even though that's basically done. Ah, uh, oh shit. Mm. And, uh, well, was it current running webcomics, or was it just webcomics in general? I think, just, I think it's just, just webcomics in general. Webcomics. A few of the ones webcomics. that I missed. Yeah, webcomics was also then. done. Uh, what's my number five? What's my number five? I guess I'll just say College Rumors from Hell. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, it. Yeah, I'm not even going to say that that's necessarily one of the best webcomics, but like, it's, it was an important part of my life. So Yeah, no. I re- yeah. I'm, like, fair enough. I wasn't being a smart ass in that case. Okay. This one is from Julie... What is the most ashamed you've been when reading a webcomic? <laughs> what is the most ashamed I've been while reading a webcomic? I don't think I actually have a lot of shame stories when it comes to webcomics. Hmm. I think, for me, it was a comic I used to read called Melon Pool, which was basically a gag-a-day comic about, like, space aliens. It was basically... Like, it was trying so hard to basically just be a, a, a chaste sort of, like, newspaper comic thing. And really, the embarrassment was that when I ultimately hit a point where I just went, "Why am I reading this? Why have I been reading this for eight years?" Is that comic still <laughs> ongoing? It might be. God, now I kind of want to know. Um, for me, I don't know. I, I don't actually have that many embarrassing stories when it comes to web comics. Like I said, I managed to actually—that's like the one embarrassing thing I managed to avoid. Um. I guess it would be like Moon Over June, but I never actually read that comic. The the embarrassment was more like secondhand because holy shit, that comic is bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Oh, jeez. What did you just like Google image search it or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah, and and I mean the the lady what draws that and and a lot of her other friends in in comics have, you know, it, they've defended her and said like that a lot of the the extra hate that that comic gets and she gets is because you know she's a woman making comics for lesbians and you know what there is some merit to that because I mean it's the internet and yeah. you know, misogyny is a thing, but also just Moon Over June is really bad. Yeah, like just and- also it's a bad web comic. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's the most embarrassed, though, but even then, that embarrassment is secondhand. I never actually, I don't understand. Do people read Moon Over June? I mean, I assume so. Oh, God. Emily, help. Um, well, I mean, embarrassing stuff is more retroactive. Like, I wasn't embarrassed while I was reading Control of the Lead, but then I became embarrassed <laughs> thinking about it. Um, <laughs> maybe, like, um... Yeah, I don't know, like, because cause I mean, like, even when I read, like, really bad stuff that, like, was maybe, like, 
quote-unquote shameful. I enjoyed it at the time, so I mean, I don't know if I'd say uh, I was ashamed while reading it. But again, like, back back in the day stuff, like, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, also from Julie, if you could erase any webcomic that you've read, what would it be? That's tough. Because, I mean, like, hmm. there's some really bad ones out there, but I think it's important to have them as an example <laughs> of something that's bad. Uh, maybe that. Yeah. God, I'm trying to remember that name of this comic that was really awkward. Something about Oracle for Hire, I think was it. Oh, Dominic Deegan. Yeah, that I might erase Fuck. that. Yeah, that <laughs> might, might you know what? I might change Dominic that. Deegan. That might actually be my most ashamed I've been while reading a web comic, because I was following that comic when that infamous storyline from that came up, where like he convoluted a way to write a story such that a man saved a woman's life by raping her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, I was just like, oh, God. Oh, God. What the fuck am I reading? <laughs> <laughs> that would do it. Yeah, I think uh, it might actually be Dominic Deegan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think we actually have a consensus. Let's erase think, Dominic Deacon yeah, from the timeline. Yeah, let's erase Dominic Deacon from existence. There we go. One and done. <laughs> okay, so uh, this one is from Rose. Which wildly popular webcomics do you hate and why? Hmm. Control-Alt-Delete, because it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I f- yeah. I feel like I'm not a, a, I'm not a huge fan of Penny Arcade either, and that's probably bigger. The, yeah, the thing is... I, I feel like Penny Arcade is better than Control Alt Delete, though. It Whoa, probably yeah. is. Admittedly, but... yeah, that's it's not a high bar to clear. I think. But like, but... just like some of those comics that got posted, like, um, in that in that I, did we mention on air that that Twitter thread that had all the different like um all the embarrassing gamer shit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like some of them that were Penny Arcade, like the one where he's like calling Kirsten Dunst. Uh, you know, like a gendered insult because she said something about Spider-Man once, like, and then like the the whole like <laughs> she, you know, she Dick dared Wolf. to suggest that a spider there should be a Spider-Man movie where he dies, and yeah. you know what? she's right. There should be a movie where Peter Parker dies, and we get Miles Morales. I agree with that. I mean, she probably that wasn't probably not a thing back then, but I mean, whatever. She can say what she wants and not be called a freaking <laughs> excuse me, nothing. Uh, don't kill yourself <coughs> over this bullshit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm good. But yeah, Penny Arcade's bad. Gamers I'm assuming bad. Control Alt... I, I have to think Control Alt Delete had something similar at some point or oh, another. Oh, they, had, they had tons of different, like, sexual assault jokes and shit like that. Like, absolutely. And it was very misogynistic. Like, they all they all were. I'm just saying, like, having never read Penny Arcade and seen those comics, I was just like, Jesus. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, no, I don't blame you for a hot second, but I... I, I feel like it still has to be control alt delete though yeah probably I, I feel like in a in a weird reverse rosemary's baby where we're only allowed to kill one of them uh <laughs> I, I feel like control alt delete is the one we have to get rid of <laughs> that, that, i mean that's fuck? not the one we're getting rid of that's we're talking about which ones is popular that we hate that's true that's true we already, we, already, we already got we already got rid of dominic deegan we already got rid of dominic <laughs> yeah. deegan and that really... deserves it more than both those so. <laughs> it does yeah, yeah. okay so uh, she also asks, what is your favorite one-off newspaper serial-style webcomic? As in, there's a daily gag to it, no continual story. Um, Oglaf. Yeah, I was going to say Oglaf as well. I, I, feel, I feel like Oglaf takes it. Um, fuck. I mean, I occasionally, gonna... occasionally an Oglaf comic will call back to a previous one, but for the most part, it's just a gag a day Well, all, all newspaper-style comics do that. They all take little callbacks and stuff like that. 
So. Well, is this a newspaper? Oh, hold on. Hold on. The, the wording confused me. Do we? Are we talking about actual newspaper? No, no it's newspaper it's serial style webcomic. Okay. Yeah. Um, Just gag day comics, basically. I, I would say gun show, but that occasionally did do longer continuity stuff. But it typically, it typically wasn't like that, especially towards the earlier end of its run. I, I think. So that, I think. I, mean, I think you could still pick that because, like, you're you're going to be hard pressed to find a pure gag day comic. Exactly. In the comic scene. Like, yeah. even yeah. in even in a, even in a newspaper comic scene, like there was there was story arcs in Calvin and Hobbes in Garfield yeah. in. Like, I mean, only thing maybe is, like, Farscape, but that's, like, a single-panel comic. Like, that's, like, the one I can think of where there wasn't any arcs, probably. Then there might have even been that. Wait, you mean you mean Farside? Farside, that's what I meant. Not Farscape. Yeah. That's a sci-fi Far- show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. Farside is still funny as hell, by the way. That yeah, Far- Farside is still really good. It, is, is Farside the best newspaper comic? Um, it's competing with Calvin and Hobbes. I was going to say, I yeah. really like and Calvin Hobbes. And between those two, <laughs> I'm going with Calvin and Hobbes, but it's really, really damn close. Yeah, I feel I feel like that one comes down to a matter of taste. It's one of the two, though. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would agree. Um, I think it's got to be Gun Show, then. Okay. If we're, if we're allowing Gun Show, it's got to be Gun Show. Okay. Well, I mean, it's up to us. We can, we can allow whatever the hell we want. Hell yeah. So, uh, this is a question from Paul. Have you read Dr. McNinja, and do you like it? Um, yes and yes. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, mean I, again, it's one of those comics where the fucking, the comic where he's talking about why he set himself on fire. So oh, it's so good. Home. It's so fuck that joke. Yeah. Again, it's one of those jokes that's so goddamn good. It justifies the existence of that entire comic. I, unseen I, I'm so happy, Matt, because that's the exact joke I was thinking of when I thought yeah. of like, a joke from Dr. McNinja. It's the yeah. best joke. <laughs> <laughs> And it's but it's yeah. such a it started out as just a dumb comic. Like, wouldn't it be wacky if this ninja was also a doctor? And, <laughs> and fought Ronald and McDonald. It, and then it just it, it became its own thing, and it was it's really good. Yeah. Um, what was the name of the fucking? What was his name? King Excellent, King Awesome, uh, King fucking, Radical. Yeah, King Radical. There we go. Fucking <laughs> love that comic. <laughs> okay. Uh, also from Paul, what's the deal with all the bad sprite comics from the early two thousands, like Bob and George? Um, so. So here's the story with Bob and George is that guy intended to make an actual like drawn comic and but it but made some like filler comics. Is that the Mega with, Man one? With Mega Man's yeah. yeah. Well he well he quote unquote learned to draw, which I mean that's a bad order of events, buddy. You learn to draw, then you start trying to make a comic. But he he it just it, he he eventually did switch over to doing hand drawn stuff, and the people were just like, "No, that's not what I'm here to read. I'm here to read your dumb Mega Man sprite comics." And then he went back to it. Yeah. And then I don't remember how that comic ultimately ended. I think it just kind of stopped <laughs> at some point. I liked Bob and George as a kid, and probably a lot of that was me being a Mega Man fan. <laughs> but yeah. going back to it, yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah. Again, like, like I I was even gonna make like a a sprite comic, but then I like decided to like actually draw because yeah. I, I could actually draw like not very well as you saw but like yeah. <laughs> i could do the, it so the thing is as far as why they were pro- so prolific sprite sheets uh from old video games were easy to acquire online they were easy to edit in things like ms paint even like you didn't even need like a real vi- mm-hmm. f- like photo editing software you could use just fucking ms paint and also, people are nerds, and they like video games. So yeah, exactly. It was, like, it was I, a perfect storm of, like, this is a very easy thing to make. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. I, I kind of cut you off there. No, I mean, like, you said you said pretty much exactly what I wanted to say, so it okay. works out. 
this is from Joel. Do you think web comics and print comics are equivalent? And if not, what are your impressions of the strengths and weaknesses of either? And do you have a preference of one over the other? Um, they're not equivalent. Like they they just they just aren't. Like say whatever you want about Homestuck being good or bad, but like you couldn't have done that in a print comic. Full stop. It's not possible. Exactly. Um, so I would say they're not equivalent, but they're they, they they're potentially equal. Like there are there are web comics that are just as good as like print stuff. Um, I mean I can't like think of any none of the ones that we mentioned today really. But like yeah. I've seen stuff that's like this could be print and it'd be fine. Um, and like again, but but like you said, it's just completely different mediums, completely different like um, communities behind them, completely different atmosphere. Uh, like the the like the the web comics are like the wild west of comics, where like you can literally do whatever you want, which can make some really good stuff, but can also make some really bad things. And that's where publishing kind of can be better. But again, publishing can be trash too. Because there's some really well, trash comics published. Like the the thing the thing with 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 web comics is they essentially allow you to self publish, and like web comics can be printed. Like uh, I I've been kind of looking for an excuse to, to to bring up this particular comic, but uh, Cucumber Quest is a comic that makes a lot of really great use of color. So when she uh, when when GGDG or indeed a number a uh, number of other webcomic artists like they'll have like Kickstarter campaigns or Indiegogos to say like hey so I want to print my comic into like a proper book and then they'll mm-hmm. do that and like and so her colors like they'll they'll really pop off the page and it's really nice but you know obviously she wouldn't be able to do that through like say the big two or anything like that because it's a fucking it's a, it's it's a cutesy comic about an RPG starring rabbits like I mean what are you gonna do. Yeah. Um, but like that in my, in my mind, like web comics is sort of, that's where the indie print comic scene went. Like that's where it is now. Like, I mean, I, I assume it still exists. People are still printing indie comics somewhere, I'm sure. But like, that's, that whole scene is just web comics now. And the lines are kind of blurred because like, again, not, not only are like some web comics ending up being printed anyway, but there are some print comics that like, they're not doing super well, so they're finding new life as web comics. Like we mentioned, Atomic yeah. Robo earlier, that was a print comic for a while. Sales weren't doing great, so they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just put it on the internet and continue it as a web comic, and mm-hmm. and try to make our money that way. So, oh, good answer. And like, it was a great question, Joel. Like, I love that probably my favorite question. Yeah. Just in yeah. terms of like, it's a very interesting question. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry for my weird rambling, self-contradicting answer, but no, it's good. Um, no, you're good. Okay, so um, you're great, hon. Next question uh, from Billy. Uh, he says there's a whole movement of manga-style comics that I've noticed in the last year or so. Uh, to which I say, where have you been since the dawn of web comics? Oh uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Uh, he says some really good, some not. Is it taking away from the art form of manga and similar comics? Now that they don't have to go through the editing process that requires getting into Shonen Jump and the support of being in a big network like Jump, is it a good thing? Sometimes they start good, but as time goes on, the flounder question mark is there a happy medium? Is does maybe this they, person mean they like flounder? <laughs> does I this think, person maybe mean Japanese web comics, like not like I, manga I style think, that they people make, like like One so, Punch Man and stuff like that? Yeah, that, I was I was gonna say One Punch Man started as a web comic, like effectively the same things going on in the in the manga scene as is going on in the comic scene vis a vis comics on the web. It's just like that's just where the indie scene is now. Mm-hmm. So, 
I think it's a good thing. I mean, again, like, criticize One Punch Man if you want, and believe me, there are plenty of things about One Punch Man to criticize, but, like, it's a phenomenon, and it wouldn't have happened if it hadn't started on the internet. Like, that's, like, that's what happened there, and there are and I don't, I don't have any examples off the top of my head because I'm not. Weirdly enough, I'm not as into anime and manga as one might think, uh, knowing how huge of a nerd I am. But <laughs> like, I, I would imagine One Punch Man is not the only webcomic to be adapted into a better, into like a proper manga, and then maybe adapted into an anime. Like, I'm pretty sure it's far from the only thing that that's happened to. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I mean, like, yeah, the person here saying, um, it now that they don't like does it take away from manga like i don't think so i don't think it takes away from it at all like it just this how web comics here doesn't take away from the you know the industry uh that we have i i don't think it i think they yeah. kind of support each other in fact in I mean, different ways i mean i mean hot take i think the industry that we have here takes away from itself exactly like i mean a lot of stuff happening in comics right now if like uh, nick spencer's like captain america run and everything like there's a lot of bad stuff happening so i mean it's very yeah. much a self-inflicted wound in a lot of ways. And actually, that's kind of another thing to point out with um, with sort of the rise of sort of self-published comics on the web is it's basically given a new voice to people who would traditionally just be rejected by, you know, sort of the old boys club in the big two. You know, like there are there are plenty of, of comics that they're written by queer folks, plenty of comics written out there by people of color, uh, comics written by queer people of color, frankly. And like that's that's just not really something you get from DC uh-huh. or Marvel. And I mean, here's the thing. I get it. The print comic industry isn't just DC or Marvel, but for all intents and purposes, it's just DC and Marvel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like image and dark horse and stuff, but like, it's not, they don't get as much attention for sure. And like I mentioned before, I, I want to be a comic book creator. There's, I have no idea how, to, how I would get into the regular industry. <laughs> like I, I you, you kind of need to like know people. It's not, it's not what you do. It's who, you know, kind of thing. And, at least that's from like what I've heard and my like ancillary experiences, but um, a web comic I can maybe do, and then if I could like get popular enough, I could maybe start making money off that. Like I don't think I'd be able to make, get into comics if it wasn't for web comics. So I'm pretty pretty excited that they're a thing that exists. All right, Matt, you all right? You've been kind of quiet. Um, I just don't know enough about like the Japanese like web comic industry and manga scene. I guess it should be web comic scene and manga industry, not the other way around. Um, to make any sort of educated call on this one, so I'll just shrug and say, eh. yeah, we're all kind of just guessing here. We don't really know that scene yeah. that well. This is this is yeah. not a podcast people turn to for expertise. And if <laughs> it is, you need to stop and you need to reexamine your life. Like, <laughs> fuck now. Should we, should we just fucking, like, rip off my Bim Bam and put a disclaimer at the front that says, hey, we don't know shit? Um, <laughs> no, because it'll be f- it's funnier when they do it. Okay. Uh, so this is a question from Trevor. What is your favorite webcomic you're currently reading, and is there a completed webcomic you like to reread just for fun? A uh, completed webcomic I reread for fun is Gun Show. Um, I'm not sure if this has come through. I'm sorry, I, so I apologize. I've taken the rain on, like, the past couple of these questions, I think. No, dude, go for it. Okay, but I yeah, think the Gun last Show... question was entirely me and Mike. So <laughs> okay, that makes me feel better. But yeah, Gun Show is still fantastic. Basically, everything about that comic holds up. It's still hilarious. I reread it occasionally, not from like front to back, but I'll go out and pick out like specific Gun Show. Com- the thing about Gun Show also is Gun Show started funny, so you can pick out literally any comic from anywhere on its timeline, and it will be funny. 
that was one of the most consistently good web... I think it was probably, like, the most consistently good webcomic I've ever had the pleasure of reading. Um, this one was a two-parter. That was the... The one was... Which one do you like going back... What was the one you like to go back and reread, and the other half Gunshot. was favorite webcomic you're currently reading? <sighs> favorite webcomic I'm currently reading? I'm not really reading any webcomics right now. I guess I'm reading Awful Hospital. Uh, I'm not sold on that one quite yet, but I have like it well enough from like the first few pages. Not an endorsement, but I'm probably going to continue to read it, and if it sucks, so be it. But if it's good, hey, cool. Um... That wins by default, since it's the only one I'm currently reading. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, I mentioned it a moment ago. Um, I uh, From my favorite webcomic I'm currently reading, I'm going to go with Cucumber Quest, which is going to seem weird because I didn't put it in my top five earlier in the questionnaire, but I actually had just kind of forgotten about it for a moment. So, sue me. I'm human. I had a brain fart. Um, and is there a completed webcomic I like to reread just for fun? Problem Sleuth. Problem Sooth is fucking fantastic. There's it's really good. Yeah, yeah. It, there's there's the it's basically kind of, it's kind of a perfect comic. Like uh, some folks complain about uh, the bit in the middle with the fan puzzle and talk about how that drags a bit. But I don't. I I feel like if you're just I feel like if you're not like reading if you weren't like reading it as it updated live and you're just going back and archive diving, I feel like that part's just fine. Yeah. So. Also, the fucking bust with Snoop Dogg from Air Force One is still the funniest shit. Oh no! It's it's, it's um soul. What plane. is it? Soul. Plane. That's right. From soul playing. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah. It is so good. God yeah. damn. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm... has to sound absolutely insane if you don't like if you know nothing about Problem Sleuth. It sounds. <laughs> it's got to sound like we're just saying random words, like the gibberings of a lunatic. Whatever. I, I, I apologize. I, I know. I have some osmosis from Problem Sleuth because I'm reading. Homestuck right now, which is my favorite webcomic that I'm currently reading. <laughs> um, in terms of one that I go back and reread just for fun, uh, Chaos Comics, I would say, is one I would go back and reread just for fun. Alright. I, I will say, folks, if, you, if you've been hearing about this this wacky new Homestuck phenomenon uh, <laughs> that all the kids are into from all of our various discussions around the network, and you want like a taste of that kind of style without you know diving headfirst into the behemoth that is Homestuck... Problem Sleuth is the thing that the author of Homestuck did before Homestuck. It's pretty self-contained. It ran for one year, exactly one year, actually. And um, it's it's very good, and I recommend just giving that a read. And then if you like what you read, then, hey, maybe take the plunge on Homestuck. Um, so I, I think that covers it for that question. I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, David asks, What are your earliest webcomic memories, and do you remember Keenspot? Uh... Earliest webcomic memory for me, I mentioned it earlier, Kevin and Kel. Uh, do I remember Keen Spot? Yes. I believe that was actually how I found College Roomies from Hell. Yeah. Um, early, earliest webcomic memory, I think, was Penny Arcade. And the... I want to say they were making fun of, like, the weird Halo 3 promotion with the Halo 3 brand, exclusive brand Mountain Dew. That is, I think, the first webcomic I, panel I ever remember reading. And if it wasn't, then, well, whatever. I don't remember the others, so... The <laughs> most hilariously stupid thing about Gamer Fuel is that it has proven to be one of Mountain Dew's most successful promotions and is still going. Yeah, I know. They still sell Gamer Fuel. I know. Wow. Also, that, that, also, that Penny Arcade panel actually holds up pretty well. 
with just Master Chief just pouring the fucking gamer fuel on his visor, talking about how he's get <laughs> enough of that fucking shit. That sounds pretty good, yeah. Goddamn. M? Uh, um, I think my earliest webcomic memory might have been Ape at Theater, because I'm trying to think about it, like, what was the first webcomic I read? And I, I remember um, watching the Ape at Theater animations that were on Newgrounds, and being like, this is really good, I want more of this. And then I was like, oh, it's a webcomic. So I started reading that, and I'm like, what's webcomic? And that kind of like, branched off from there. I think, I could be wrong, I could have been other stuff that I read, but I, I feel like that was the first one. Um, yeah, and I and, and like I said earlier, I might go back and like read through that. I know that like it's probably not held up well because most of the jokes in that were like, haha, murder. So like, <laughs> <laughs> and like that. So I probably won't enjoy it now, but I'm curious to see what happened with the story there. I mean, they're just they're just like adapting Final Fantasy One, but as a comedy. So who knows? We'll see. All right. And do you remember Keen Spot? Oh, of course. I was I was on I was on Keen Space. It was it's called Comic right. Genesis, but I right, was right, on right. it so. <laughs> and uh oh i forgot about that i do not i came in after that period of time okay uh so that's it for f- questions from the facebook let's move on to the twitter uh if you want to ask us a question uh find out what co- topics we're going to be covering in the future or request a topic for the future at g shaped on twitter that is our way to contact us the facebook group i was talking about was the one for teenagers with attitude we don't actually have a facebook group for this podcast because oh my god who would post in it um, and but yeah, just us three. Of, I think it'd just yeah, be us three. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to get a hold of us here at Going Pear Shaped at G Shaped on Twitter, G S H A P E D, hit us up. Uh, and these first couple questions actually have nothing to do with our current topic. These are questions that were sent uh, just on their own uh, from at Skyfox. After hearing about all the Mario talk, I have to ask about a game close to my heart, Monster Hunter. Have you ever played it, or are you interested? Uh, I've never played. God damn it! I took the reins again. I apologize. I'm being very, it's very okay. It's okay to answer the question first. It's not a problem. <laughs> I guess so. Next, remind me next time, and I won't do this. But um, no, Monster Hunter, it, never played it. Definitely interested. World looks fairly entertaining, but holy shit! You want to talk about a series that has a lot of mechanics bloat? Fucking Monster Hunter is really bad about that. And that's actually one of the reasons I'm interested in World, is they're trying to do away with some of that, but, like, mm, That's actually, the, the other half of Sky Fox's question was going to be, uh, what are your thoughts on World? Uh, oh. That, so, yeah. Yeah, so there Nailed we go, two, two for one. Nice. Um, never played it, not really interested, to be honest. <laughs> I played you, it. Um, yeah, I had the Wii U version of uh, Monster Hunter 3 Try, I think it might have been called. Um, try Ultimate, that might have been it. And I had the 3DS version as well, so I could, like, go to my friend's house and, like, we could play together. Uh, and, yeah, I thought, I think it's, I think they're really cool games. I never really got deep into them, because I just kind of, like, would, I would play them and have a lot of fun. But then I, after, like, a week of that, I just kind of just got out. Because I, you know, I don't even know. They're really f- cool games. And, I, and like, they, they should be my, my alley, because, like, they're kind of like the modern version of, like, Fantasy Star Online, in terms of, like, this is not an MMO, but it's a multiplayer game you could play with, like, four people and, like, go on quests and stuff. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, like, they're really cool games, and I hope I can get in the world more, because I've always been interested in the series. Alright. So, let's... So, uh, the rest of these questions are on the Twitter, and they are actually relevant to this episode. Oh, Mike, you never answered the question, did you? Oh, no, you did. Never mind. I did, yeah, yeah. Never mind. mind. Alright, so... 
uh, hey, it's at hey, it's Beeb fired off a bunch of questions rapid fire. So let's answer them rapid fire. Uh, question one: Will Order of the Stick ever end? Given that Burlu spent a year on Vampire Durkon being a dick. I actually, <laughs> I don't, I don't really read Order of the Stick, but I kind of know what he's talking about. There's like a character that's been turned into a vampire and is like possessed by a demon or some such, and like he's secretly, not so secretly evil, or just like Order of the Stick. I, I know has a pretty big following. It's it's definitely one of those comics that's, like, very text-heavy. I mean, it says right in the name that it's a comic where the characters are stick figures. Um, and a lot, But a lot of people are super into it. Never got into it myself. Will it ever end? I mean, the heat death of the universe is inevitable, so... <laughs> my my uh, good friend Ross is a huge fan of that, and he keeps trying to get me to play it, because he's like, you like D&D, you should love Order of a Stick. And I'm like, well, maybe, I don't know. I just, I just haven't gone into it, so I... I if I could, if I could get him into his call, I would get him to answer that question. Matt, uh, uh, I'm going with you. Heat death of the universe ensures that everything comes to an end sooner or later, unless we figure out a way to circumvent that. And I honestly, if that dude wants to attempt to circumvent the heat death of the universe just so he can keep his webcomic going, <clears throat> more power to him. He's earned it. I mean, he'll probably okay. die before the heat death of the universe happens. I'm just gonna. You never know. That's that's not joking. <laughs> never know though. <laughs> Alright, so second question from at Hey It's Beeb. Is there a comic more gay than Goodbye to Halos? I am Probably not familiar not. with Goodbye I mean, to Halos. Say what? I'm not familiar with that webcomic. It's very gay. Uh, I read a lot of gay uh, webcomics, so it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like there has to be have to be webcomics that are at least equivalently as gay. I'm not saying that because, again, I'm not familiar with the source material, but I'm just going off my gut reaction here. I, I feel like there has to be one that's more gay. Oh, uh, you're, 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 go, you're going you're going with the uh, sort of the always a bigger fish approach. Oh yeah, there's always got to be a bigger fish. I don't know how gay this webcomic is, but it there's always a bigger really fish. It looks really good, and I want to read it. Just from like the artwork <laughs> on the first page. I mean, the first thing that I saw, like the latest page, it's really pretty. So I might go and read this. Um, but yeah, like what I said, like, that oh, almost every comic I that I listed on my top yeah. five were gay webcomics. Like Chaos Comics is very gay. It's about and it's very like. Like like gay, lesbian, trans, you know, demisexual. Like there's like a ton of diff- lot of representation for different types of people in that um, comic. And um, and then I mentioned like Always Raining Here is about two gay boys. Like so, I mean, I read a lot of gay stuff. So I'll I'll get back to you on Goodbye to Halos after I read it. <laughs> Excellent, uh, Mike. You? Um, I have not read it but I do follow the artist on Twitter, weirdly enough. She has a very good Twitter and a very gay Twitter, so I'm going to assume that uh, <laughs> that uh, that there is not a gay or webcomic. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. <laughs> uh, so, uh, question three from uh, at Hey It's Beeb. Uh, will the Tackleford verse ever end? John Allison said it would many times, but he keeps making spinoffs. What the fuck is that? Okay, it's like uh, Bobbins, Scary Go Round. Um, shoot, what what are the what was the like third spinoff called? Something Days. Basically, this guy keeps trying to like quote unquote end this comic, but then he makes a spinoff comic that takes place in the same universe, and it just it happens over and over again. And no, it will never end. Here's the thing: I, earlier I said that Order of the Stick will eventually be forced to end by the heat death of the universe, not the Tackleford verse. John Allison will continue to make. Uh, this this twee comic about magical adventures in this uh, fanciful English fictional town. I assume it's a fictional town until just forever. He will never stop. 
Okay, but how is how is this motherfucker gonna circumvent the heat death of the universe though? Is he gonna make like a pocket dimension or something? English whimsy. <laughs> I you know what? I'm gonna disagree with you here. I don't think he, English whimsy holds up versus the heat death of the universe. I don't know. Clearly not that familiar with English whimsy. Have you have you watched Doctor I, Who? <laughs> I have watched Doctor Who. That show sucks. <laughs> True. Yeah. But um, I'll, I'll fucking say it. I'm not scared. But in that show, English Whimsy has saved the world many times. <laughs> yeah, and it's bullshit. Fuck that show. Alright, so um I believe we've already answered this question, but question four, remember VG Cats? The Weeping yes. Angels are cool though. I'll give that to Doctor Who. Doctor Who occasionally does cool shit. The Weeping Angels are really, really cool. Um also I do remember VG Cats, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it wasn't very good, but it was. You guys ever read okay. Super Effective? No, it's, it's the VG Cats person. They did a right, right. Where well, they they did a Pokemon spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that gives me an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Question five, and again, this is something we've already covered. I think. Does Ape Bit Theater hold up, or is it bad like every other Sprite comic from the early two thousands? Probably, but I'm gonna go back and read it. <laughs> Give you a definite maybe. Like probably okay. bad, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> maybe, probably, definitely. Probably. <laughs> uh, from at Duramingu, I believe this is Jordan. Uh, how many collections of webcomics have you bought? I have the first volume of Problem Sleuth. That's awesome. it. I got, I got squat. I got nothing. I really kind of wanted to get the, the again, this is going to come as a shocker. I really wanted to get like the master collection of Gun Show, but I, I couldn't quite spring for it. All right. Um, I bought the, the the only volume I think they made of Emergency Exit, which is that comic that I was kind of allied with a little bit in um in my comic Genesis days. So I have the first volume of that to try to show support for them, and then I bought uh, a publication of a finished web comic that was like it was kind of like one arc and done. It wasn't that long. Called Marry Me. And it's a it's a it's a cute little story about um, a guy who goes to a concert with his his best friend who's a gay girl and she loves this this pop star and she holds up a sign for marry me but she has to like run to the washroom and 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 then he holds a sign up for her and then the pop star is having this like crisis of like she, she thinks that like she's never gonna find anybody and she just randomly says like you crowd as our ordained priest here and they get like married right there in the concert to this guy who doesn't even like know like isn't even a fan of hers and then the whole comic is kind of like it's it was set up to be like this is a, a romantic comedy movie but in webcomic form is is all about them trying to figure out if they want to stay married and what she should do and it ends with like they didn't really get married but he, his he's been trying to give advice to her the whole sh- comic and his advice at the end is marry me and then they get married and it's super cute <laughs> all right Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from also from Jordan, Keen Spot, Keen Space, or Smack Jeeves. I. Uh, I mean, I think I think I'm already basically said Keen Space. Keen Space represent. <laughs> I'm going with Smack Jeeves because it has a funny name. Uh, I'm going with Keen Spot because it's the one no one's picked yet. Is, is Smack Jeeves like affiliated with Ask Jeeves? I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so let's see. Also from Jordan. Uh, how many series have you finished, and have you ever started a web... Uh, I think he's specifically talking about webcomics. Have you ever started a webcomic... How many webcomics have you finished, 
And have you ever started one just because it was done and you knew it had an endpoint? Um, uh, that's actually why I started Problem Sleuth, actually, is because I knew it had an endpoint. Yeah, honestly, um, same. Yeah, um, th- that's the reason I started Problem Sleuth, because I knew I wasn't getting it over the head, so yes. Um, what were the other parts of the question? How many series have you finished? How many have I finished? Finished Gun Show, finished Problem Sleuth. Um, the problem with this question is a lot of these comics have either, a lot of the comics I did read are either still ongoing or they never got a proper conclusion. So they never, like, I, I guess that would still count as... Yeah, it's actually pretty rare for webcomics to get, like, a planned, like, closure ending. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It would depend... I guess it would depend on how you classified that last one. What about you two? I mean, I already well, said Problem Sleuth, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, I've I started Homestuck because I know it's got an ending. So that's one. How many have I finished? Um, there's a few. Like I said, Marry Me was a comic that finished. Uh, all, it's... Always Raining Here, that's the name of the comic. That's one that finished, and I liked it. Chaos Comics finished. Uh, Shades of A finished. Um, and there's a few other ones, randomly, that I found over the years that, like, I can't even remember the titles of, but they had a complete story, and I read them, and I had a good time, kind of thing. But uh, other than that, yeah, I think I think that, like, yeah, Always Raining Here, Marry Me, Chaos Comics. I mean, those are the three that I've, I've been able to finish. Shades of A, fourth, and then... Actually, um, The Young Protectors, which is another gay webcomic on a site called, I think it's called, uh, Yowie 911. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Where they just, they do gay, they do gay comics. And it, there was a Artifice, I think, was a comic, that, the first comic they did. And I finished that, because again, it was, they kind of met his, like, here's a single story kind of thing. And then they continue. So I guess technically the comic, webcomic isn't done, the overall, like, you know, umbrella of that series, but, um, the first story they did, I read. Alright. So uh, we have a clear winner for people who can finish webcomics here, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they all had endings, though. Like, they're all pretty. Like, Chaos Comics isn't a super long comic if you go back and read it now. I think it only lasted for a couple years, but it had, a, it had an end, right? Um, and Always Raining Here, again, it only lasted for a couple years and it had an end point. Um, I hope when me and Luke start doing ours, we, we probably won't have an end point in mind, but I, I hope we do end it and not just, like, stop doing it. <laughs> but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Alright. Um, so let's see. From at Pidmon, what is your feeling on derivative works, i.e. the sprite comics that were hosted on the Bob and George website, or the MS Paint fan adventures, or you know, things like that? What, what do you, how do you feel about sort of derivative works of sort of more popular comics? I'm going to say that I'm okay with them because I feel like if someone innovates a new way to like tell a story it shouldn't be off-limits for someone else to use that. Because it's kind of the point of innovation is to, you know, create new ways to do things. If you, In my mind, if you've invented a new way to tell a story or you've created a new, you know, method of artistic expression and then no one else ever does that ever, you haven't actually innovated in any way. You just did a weird thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with I'm also okay with it. Uh, my reasoning is a little bit different. Um, a lot of those, maybe not a lot of them, but some of those derivative works are actually, like, really, really good. And, like, if it's good, what do I give a shit if it borrows, like, MSPA's formula? MSPA's formula fucking works. Use what yeah. works. Yeah. And, I mean, like like we said, one of them eventually spun off into Kill Six Billion Demons, which is one of fucking the coolest awesome. comics out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, even the name for Kill Six Billion Demons is just fucking. That's awesome. a very good name. <laughs> I'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, like, that's not just that's not just like what the story is about. Kill Six Billion Demons is the name of the main character. Oh, okay. <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> good to know. Um. So. Uh, I, okay, we've got a question from, from Ashley. I'm going to save that one for last, though. Um, from at Frankie Extra, what's a webcomic that you used to love that you now realize maybe wasn't that good or in <laughs> hindsight was actually like racist slash, slash sexist slash whatever? Um, we've mean, kind of already fuck, answered that. I mean, yeah, the fucking Penny Arcade for me. Like, yeah, yeah. same. Kitchell Elite was one that I liked and they realized it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gamer <laughs> Dick you, Wolves. Ha- Remember the Dick Wolves? I do. I, uh, the worst part about that whole thing is like everything that came out of that. <laughs> the worst yeah. part of that was everything. Well, I just mean like all of it. <laughs> it was like okay, like if if, it, if Dick Wolves had happened and then there was an apology and then it was it, that would have been okay. But that's not what happened. Like, if we gave us like whole no. saga. Like, yeah, like that's that's <laughs> the thing. It's like okay, you had this joke. It was kind of maybe sort of funny, but it also was kind of a little too far. Okay. And then shit got. And then you really... doubled down to the point where you sold T-shirts. You sold... about the fact that you were doubling down on this down on this on... rape joke. Yeah, that's <sighs> nobody came out of that one looking good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Last question from Ashley, and I I wanted to save this to last for a reason. What was the fuckiest webcomic you've ever read? Oh my god, it now, has so, to be. So, so here's the weird thing about this question, is there are plenty of webcomics out there that are just straight-up porn. Yeah. So, like, how are we interpreting this? Is it the most pornographic, or are we going for, like, the horniest webcomic that doesn't devolve into actual pornography? Like, do we go with the one that's, like, <laughs> that's like, like straddling the line, you know? Well, even there, straddling the line gets tricky. Is there actual, like, fucking in Lost Lendus? Um... I don't think there is. Uh, there kind of like, is. In- I know cheesecakey is all hell. It, it's basically softcore pornography. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely. I mean, yeah, you might you might be onto something with Lost Lindis. Um, I mean, the artist has definitely drawn a lot of porn of the oh, cast oh, of yeah. that comic. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm criminating myself here. I mean, it- um, but I I don't. I, I don't actually read that comic. I just see pages posted occasionally, and there's oh, I just, never... I just remember, there, there is, in fact, a page in that comic that is where there's fucking. Okay, disqualified. Straight up fucking, yeah. Okay. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, this one's kind of difficult to interpret. I, I, do we disqualify just porn comics? I don't know, do we? Like, I feel, I feel like that's something we have to come to a consensus I think on. we should have, like, two answers. Like, okay, so, like, the fuckiest comic that's just, like a good porn comic or a good comic that has explicit sex in it and then a good comic that's like kind of chaste um pervert like you know chaste fetishes kind of thing okay. like like Alguna Shive for example of a I was actually going to say Alguna Shive is probably my pick for for fucky but chaste comic um, which is a weird phrase to use and he, here Alguna Shive is probably my pick too and then another one that I uh, kind of want to go back and read now cuz I haven't read it in like years but I guess it's still updating is Sparkling Generation Valkyrie Yuki. What the fuck? <laughs> Which is a webcomic about a guy who becomes a magical girl, but, like, full-on, like, gender transforms. And, like, again, another comic that gave me gender feels. And um, the latest comic page when I went to the site is, parentheses, a giant woman, 
and then the description is a giant woman, 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 a giant woman. So what you're telling me is that at some point or another, Luke broke into the house of the person who is making this webcomic and held them at gunpoint. That's possible. <laughs> okay, good to but, know. Or, or they just like giant women because I mean it's a very it's a very horny comic. Uh, but I don't I don't think there's anything explicit in it beyond like alluding to I think in, early on in the comic there's a scene where like you know he he tries out his new body, but again you don't see anything. It's just like you hear it kind of yeah. thing. Also, Matt, like, we make fun of Luke, but here's the thing. Giant Woman is probably one of the most popular kinks on the internet. Like, even if someone is not specifically, like, even if that's not, like, your main deal, you like, a lot of dudes will still, like, a, lo- a lot of head dudes will look at, like, oh, hey, that woman is giant, and be like, oh, hmm. I mean, I'm okay. into it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I didn't want to imply, like, exclusively, like, head dudes, but, like, that's... That's the thing, is, like, if someone is into women, period, they're probably also into giant women on some I think, level. okay, uh, I'm actually going to contest that. I think you might be projecting just a little bit there. I don't think that if you're into women, you're into giant it, women. It, I mean... Not, I don't... I mean, you're not going to necessarily be horrified by it, is what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. I, it, it feels like it's too common in media for it not to be a fairly I, common thing. <sighs> I'm gonna. I'm. I'm actually gonna contest you on this one. I think me and you are a little too deep down the rabbit hole. I mean, I, there I, are I, specifically I, guys who are like, I will only date shorter chicks. Like they're they're shitty guys. There have been major motion <laughs> pictures about giant women. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what, audience? Write in. Write in with your thoughts on the debate. Are we projecting, or is giant women a normie fetish? Okay, All there we, we go. All we want to know is, do you want to do a what giant f- woman? Giant woman. Sorry. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Okay, so... <laughs> Matt, have, you, have you not followed Steven Universe? God. There's a, There's song, a song called about turning into a giant woman in that. In that <laughs> we're not counting show. Steven. No, we're not. It's not a web comic. Obviously, I'm not going to count it. I'm comic. just saying we're. Gonna, I'm going to make a reference to it because I love that show and I love. No, that that's song. totally fair. But we're not <laughs> counting Steven Universe. Get the fuck. Of course out we're of not. <laughs> God damn it! What the fuck is this question? Uh, fuckiest web comic period and fuckiest yet chased web comic is what we're getting into. So um, we've done ours. So what are yours? Um, I don't know if there's actual fucking in it because I don't read it, but for fuckiest but chased, I'm going with two kinds because that dude is super into TF. Holy shit. That's a good one to pick, um, too. And, and the fuckiest I, that isn't, that is straight up porn is Oglaf or, like, just the various porn comics, which I mean, like... Yeah, I mean, there it's kind of like, just take your pick, really. I'm just gonna go with Oglaf because it's... Yeah. It's a really good comic and it's way fucky. But it's also very good. But man, they just there. There's fucking in that comic. Yeah. Well, get you could you could even like we could even get like um d- divided even further like comic what just has a lot of fucking in it versus like this is just porn like yeah like I could also probably bring up the Rock Cox which is just like that's just flat out a porn comic. Yeah. No. I I think we've got. I think for this question though, we should stick to like a comic that just. Although that like, that implies a lot of fucking, but doesn't show anything. Maybe the problem is like what at what distinction do you at what point do you distinguish between like a porn comic and just a comic that has a lot of pornographic content in it? <laughs> I will say that um again mentioning chaos comics, 
it's it's all about different couples, and each couple gets their own sex scene extra comic. So, <laughs> fantastic, excellent. Oh god, uh, yeah. You know what? In the interest of time, I'm just gonna say I don't even know. There might be fucking in two kinds. I don't know, but I'm gonna say two kinds, and I'm gonna say fucking uh, Ogloff. There. Done. Okay. Cool. I think that's gonna do it for us. So, uh, Emily, mm-hmm. darling, sweetie, mm-hmm. do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> Well, I um, it shouldn't have been two kinds. It should have been of mice of mayhem. I mean, you can change oh, it. Oh God! God damn it! I've never mice heard of that. Of mayhem. Fuck. I need to look Does that this even really now. count? I guess it counts as a web comic, but Jesus. What? What it? Fuck. Okay. Oh man. M. <laughs> M. Don't yeah. do this. Doing we it. Don't do I'm this. I'm looking it up. Uh, l- listeners at home, of mice and men. Is a fan webcomic sequel to Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Oh my god, I need this! <laughs> and it is, it is something else. Don't read it at work. I, I'm, but it I, is one of the I most don't... unintentionally hilarious things I've ever read. Uh, where's the website? Up. I've been looking it up and I can't find it. I just find like wikis about it. I'm, I'm God, upset. It might, I don't know. It might be hard to find at this point, but if you can, yeah, folks, find Of Mice and Mayhem. No, because, don't. No, I, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Like, again, this it's a terrible, weird, disgusting thing. Like, don't again, don't look for it at work. Don't look for it anywhere where people might see you looking at it. Do, look for it with safe search on, all that stuff. Like, protect yourself. But, like, it is one of the most unintentionally hilarious things ever produced. I, I got to that, it. I found it. And that works, Russian. right? Because there's, there's, yeah, it would be Jesus Christ. Um, fucking, there wasn't any explicit fucking in that comic, right? That works. I don't right? think so, but I don't remember there being. But I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember that comic that well outside of just the Jesus fucking Christ. I guess this thing that it, this is a thing that exists. Factor. Gadget Hackridge gets turned into an assassin. Yeah. <laughs> But the first page, uh, the cover shows like like I think it's like Chip or Dale like getting on on with a lady almost practically. So yeah, but I don't recall there being any explicit fucking in that comic. Also, we need to put this beast out of its misery. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm um, sorry. Let's try this again. Emily, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I'm on War and Beast, another podcast on the Entropy uh, website. It's a rewatch podcast of the show Beast Wars and eventually Beast Machines. Um, and I had do artwork, as I've mentioned before. DangerChild.tumblr.com is where I put my stuff. Also on my Twitter at This Is Emeralds, and on my Instagram, This Is Emerald. And I have a YouTube channel where I do gameplay videos. And Mike's on a few episodes of my Overwatch series. Series, and I'm actually gonna see if I can get him on the Sonic Adventure one because that'd be pretty fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, that's This Is Emerald on YouTube. I haven't updated in a while, but I'm trying to get back into it. We'll see what happens. And eventually, I will be doing a webcomic with Luke called Cuddle Night, and it's got giant women in it. It's a chase. It's a chase to fuck comic. So, <laughs> like we were just talking so, about. Yeah, so, so one of these days we're gonna have to change our answer. But for the time being, <laughs> as Luke describes it, the the future twenty eighteen Eisner Award winning Cuddle Night, which is not the case. But thank you. <laughs> I was about to say, M. I, I I love you. I don't think you're getting a nice. No, I don't think I'm so sorry. either. <laughs> Luke's just listen. Nice. If Girl Genius can win awards, I think anything Emily makes can win. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, hon. Oh my god! <laughs> the characters' heads look like potatoes. Okay. Anyway, Matt, do you have anything you want to plug? 
Um, I actually do. I want to plug Womp Comic because it was really good and we forgot to mention it at any point yeah, in time. Womp yeah. is good. Yeah, Womp's we, good. Um, I, we, uh, back when we were kicking around on the, on the PA boards, we were, we were friends with Ronnie, the guy that draws that. Uh, I was never friends with Ronnie. I, I interacted with him like twice, but yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's a cool upstanding dude. Womp Comic is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Yeah. Uh, Matt, are, um, you, are you still sure you just don't ever want to, like, share your Twitter? Because, I mean, you shared it with your mom already. I, I, I'm good. I'm gonna, gonna okay. take a pass. <laughs> it's, you know, it's a thing for the listeners. What, the secret, they can find my Twitter. It's not that hard. Dude, like, it took me a while find to find it. it. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah. And then someone had to post, like, oh, here's Matt on Twitter in the Slack. Be like, oh, there they are. I mean, yeah. dude, there, there don't be surprised when people have trouble finding something you're deliberately obfuscating. I'm not deliberately obfuscating, though. You can find it. The account's unlocked. Sure, but, like... Anyway. <laughs> I mean, Whatever. People have to look through, like... It, yeah, like, if I was... If, if I didn't already have it, and I, and, I, and, and, and I wasn't good enough friends with you now that I would just ask you, I probably would have just gone to, like, one of the other TWA crew's Twitter and looked through the people they follow and try to figure out which one's you. Which would be a fucking task. <laughs> so, so fun story, folks. Uh, last night I found out there's actually a cap for the number of people you can follow on Twitter. Because uh, I spend my nights at work just browsing Twitter, so I just sort of indiscriminately follow people. Uh, yeah, so it turns out there's a cap. I hit it like 5,002. It's a weird cap. It was just like, yeah. It was like, <laughs> hey, so you can't follow any more people. You have to stop now. And I was like, well, shit. So I went back to my list, and I, I, I harshly... I harshly culled the list down to, I think I got down to 740 people. A meager 740. <laughs> a meager 740, yeah. Although, in fairness, I think a lot of the people I'm still following are people, like, I know personally, but never tweet. So. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. But anywho, uh, so speaking of which, if you want to find me on Twitter, at Mike Loves Rabbit, uh, maybe you can use that as a springboard to figure out where Matt's Twitter is. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, you absolutely can. That's like Cyberstalking 101, by the way. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also hear me on Teenagers with Attitude with Matt. Um, I recently guested on an episode of Totally Reprise here on the network. That was a lot of fun. Um, I think, M, you also recently guested on an episode of Totally Reprise? Yeah, it's it's not out yet, but the next one that comes out... Um with, it's definitely by the time of recording the time, this. By the yeah. time this does. Yeah, so yeah. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on the one about... Uh, about Clover becoming a super agent through mind control and nanomachines. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Fantastic. So definitely check those out. Uh, we have a Twitch stream uh, for the network, twitch.tv slash video entropy. Uh, we stream games and things on there uh, every weekend on either Friday or Saturday. Uh, our buddy Luke hosts a tabletop game called Pizza Party that we do. Uh, if you want to hear what it's like when folks from Money Entropy play some tabletop, play some Fate Core. Uh, I pretend to be a bear. It's a lot of fun. It's really good, you guys. Go listen uh, to we it. Also, we also have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's Audio Entropy. We wanted to make that one also Video Entropy, but apparently that one was taken, which completely just fucked with us. So now we have a Twitch channel called Video Entropy and a video YouTube called Audio Entropy because just everything is terrible forever. I mean, this is just the shit that happens. Like, hey, I fucked up the Twitter for this podcast. I mean, whatever. So. Oh my god, you did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Holy shit. Yeah, you forgot about that. Anyway, I had. but yeah. So speaking of which, the Twitter we actually do have that works at G Shaped on Twitter. Send us questions, send us suggestions for future episodes. Find out what episodes are coming up so we can prompt you for questions and stuff like that. Uh, just get a hold of us in general. It's a lot of fun, 
And honestly, that actually might be a faster way to figure out Matt's Twitter is to just go from G- from the Going Pear Shape Twitter than try and going through mine. Um, <laughs> giving you tips, the hot tips on how to find Matt. Hot, hot secret <laughs> tips, fucking Game Pro tips for your fucking Finding Matt's Twitter speedrun. Um, anyway, <laughs> for Going Pear Shaped, I've been Mike. I've been Matt, and what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I've been Emily. And always remember, diddle yourself constantly. <laughs>